Welcome to the KREC 89ers podcast. Hello 89ers. This is Sridhar VS from the 89 ENC batch once again. Thank you for the encouraging words for the first episode of the podcast along with hints and suggestions. In today's podcast it gives me great pleasure to chat up with my illustrious classmate Vasudha Govindan from ENC. Welcome Vasudha to the 89ers podcast uh, and I think I'll take the liberty of addressing you as Vasudha and not uh, Dr Vasudha I think <laughs> which I should properly address you as. <laughs> no, that's Thank you thank you very much and it's uh, very nice to talk to you and very nice to connect with um, everybody else and my batch in KRC so thank you for this right. great uh, idea that you started and uh, and the opportunity to be part of it yeah thanks uh, you you did mention that you heard the first episode so you probably know a rough idea of the ride ahead <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, uh, so personally i am bad with names and uh, i can remember faces and uh, incidents and events uh, so to just uh, jog the memory of our batchmates uh, how should our batchmates recall you uh, i i you, yeah yeah besides being brilliant in academics what else were you up to during college days so um i was in electronics and communication tronics as we used to call it yep. other than academics uh, actually i cannot think of anything else i did other than walking walking on the beach every day uh, so uh, i was a more of a rule follower just did what was there to be done and um yeah i mean it's i was just around in the college everywhere that's about that's all i can say <laughs> okay I, that's uh, i kind of preempted that already say <laughs> what else <laughs> okay uh in uh, just uh, again in terms of uh, uh immediately after college uh, like maybe the first 5 6 years uh, what what did yeah, you do yeah um as soon as i graduated i got uh, i m- went to university of maryland to do my masters and uh, that was that was like two years there and uh, i did my masters in electrical engineering and then from there i went to washington university uh, i did a phd also in electrical engineering uh focus mainly on uh, computer architecture more of hardware architecture at that time um and yeah. uh, parallel computing high performance computing or whatever it was whatever was high performance computing at that time um so that was yeah. that was the main um that was my main focus and um yeah yeah that, that was uh, four years of to do my phd there was already 6 years after graduation right along the way uh, in about a year after i graduated shrini and i got married you know shrini he he was in chemical engineering yeah. <laughs> so we were both at washington university at the same time both of us doing uh, our phd and he graduated with a phd in chemical engineering and then um i just about the time i graduated in fact like a like a week after i graduated we had our first baby our our son anshul was born and that takes us to about 6 right. years after we graduated uh at, at that time at that point is is when i moved to houston uh shrini had a job there already so moved to houston found a job and 
you know, started working at the university as a, as a, uh, what they call a research faculty or postdoc at the University of oh, okay. Houston for a couple of years. Um, this was when, in, in fact, this was when the, all the, the computing industry was, was booming and lots of new things were happening. However, at that time, I had a young child and Srini's job required quite a bit of traveling. So I wasn't quite ready right. to jump into the fray of that. Uh, so I, it, it was a very good experience to be in academia. I still had dreams of going into academia as a faculty at some point, uh, but it didn't work out. But uh, so I wanted to stay with academia as much as possible because I like that kind of more relaxed and more, um, much more, um, much less goal oriented and much more, um, you know, you know, just, just, just explore and, and, and find out what you want to find out and that. I like that kind of setup. So uh, this was like, uh, what was 97, 99? So, uh, so 98 or so. Up, after 98, I was there at the, at, in academia. Okay. I, I, after after that, that uh, at that point, I was, uh, was kind of seeing that uh, the, the, my academic an- ambitions were not going, very, going anywhere. Uh, so I did uh, take up a job with Schlumberger. Uh, it was it was not Schlumberger at that time. Okay. It was Western Geco. I mean, you know how the, the corporate acquisitions happened, and now yep. that is part of Schlumberger. Schlumberger is an oil field services company. Uh, so what we do is we we provide services to the oil companies like ExxonMobil, Shell, even Reliance, and ONGC, and all of them to to um, uh, to do everything from from upstream. All the way to extraction of oil. Yeah. So uh, it is a it, there's a lots of thing involved. There's all kinds of engineering involved, and I'm involved in the very upstream part where right. we actually uh, get seismic uh, data. When we get the image, the earth. When we get the data from the earth and try to figure out where the layers of rock are, where to where is it appropriate to drill, and so on. So it's it's a lot of acquisition of data as well as um, processing this data. So it was more, it's more like a single, what we did as single processing in college. So there's a lot of image processing, single single processing type of thing. So I actually joined as a software engineer, not so much as a single processing engineer, but, and then because of my background in electrical engineering, I kind of moved on to that. It's a lot of single processing, image processing, mathematical modeling. So I'm one, probably one of the few people that that actually uses some things we learned in undergrad, which is like I do Fourier transform yeah. and digital filters almost every day. So it's, wow. <laughs> it's a little strange, but that's how it is. Um, uh, though I that was not my intention. My intention was more on on high performance computing. But it this this particular job brings together all of that. So we do this highly yeah. computational things, and then you need high performance computing knowledge to do that. So that's the idea. And yes, I, I, I actually joined this company to yeah. be here yeah. for about two years till my kid grows up so I can kind of do something else. But I, it's 22 years as of yesterday and I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, I wow, love my congrats. job and it's, it's been uh, it's been great. It's a great group of people that I work with and that's, yeah. that's keeping me here. Interesting you mentioned that because uh, uh, for, for mm-hmm. one, uh, I was in Houston uh, uh, a couple of times uh, as part of my current role here, uh, 
with Accenture. Uh, and uh, sorry, I can't take names of the podcast right now, but I, I had come for some of the some of the bits mm-hmm. in Houston for the oil. And, I mean, that's that's the sector there, which is key. And uh, yeah, I did come across uh, uh, people like you uh, or colleagues like you in the in from the clients, right? Uh, who are into uh, who are into uh, deep comp- yeah. high performance computing, and uh, we were required to support uh, you know uh, such. Uh, such requirements actually and it's a shame that i didn't know that uh, you were in houston yeah we should uh, <laughs> i thought we yeah we should connect and see yeah. yeah how things are going yeah. so uh, i mean i roughly understand uh, uh, like i said because of my professional connection what you what you do uh, but in in that uh, i think you try to uh, uh, blend like you said blend your academics and your research uh, research topics into into and putting it into into practice uh, day, day in and day out. And I know that uh, these roles that you do actually can make and break a billion dollars, I think, if uh, <laughs> as to where you where you drill and where you explore. Yes. Uh, I think yeah. it's, it all yeah, comes it from is, that. It right? is. A, that, that, it's a, um, yeah. a lot of things have changed over time too. Yeah. And uh, w- what has been, if you really reflect on this, uh, what has been your uh, really some some professional achievement uh, know, that uh, gives you a lot of immense pride, brother? Um, so, right. So we, uh, when I, from the beginning, uh, when I first joined this company, it was, um, I was basically in a group that mostly did Fortran style programming. Um, and then I brought in a lot of, um, um, parallel computing, the high performance computing concepts. Like that's when we were starting to get, more um, um, uh, so multiple machines. We were getting networking and all of that done. So started with some uh, parallel pro- processing paradigms using MPI, and then also trying to going into building up the whole whole um, knowledge base within my group. I had, did a lot of training on how, how what is multi-threading, how it works, how do you what do you need to do to write code this way, write code that way, what could go wrong, uh, and all of that. So I did a lot of training type of thing for groups of people that were this in the oil industry at the time, at least in our company at the time, we did not have that many people that were really trained in software. These were people who were geophysicists and mathematicians, physicists, that happened to come into software to really... um, implement their ideas, right? So so I was probably right. the first one with some amount of software experience that they hired. And then I kind of, uh, so, so we, and we also did a lot of formal training. We went out and we invited people to train and all of that. But I kind of, uh, I would like to think I kind of pulled, the, pulled my group or, or this particular business unit within the company in a certain direction that, that, right. uh, uh, that would have taken longer. So the other thing I did was that I'm active with even now is uh, again this is software industry and it's oil industry. There are not that many women here, right? It's a cross section of the two things. Right. So I was in. I've been involved a lot right. in um, encouraging or, or trying to hire a lot of young women, and 
also mentoring okay. younger women to make sure they don't leave that. I mean, they, they, it's like what is going on, right? Why? So we would hire a lot of people and we would have a huge, basically after five years, four years, three years, they would leave the company. Right. So that's a lot of, uh, I've been working on that. Even now I do a lot of fresh out interviews. I interview people who are just graduating from college. I interview people from who or in in the early stages of their career uh just to let them so they have this visibility and there is there is somebody there's a woman here who's been in the company for 20 years and she's still here so so it kind of gives a certain way so and if they yeah. have a they have a candidate who's like who's uh, um between who who's trying to decide whether to join Slumberjay or something else and if it's a woman they usually i get calls from all kinds of parts of the company saying well, you need to talk to her and so i pick up the <laughs> phone and talk and and it's yeah. it's just it's just very gratifying and i i said i meet people they'll say you know you talked to me and i joined the company because of you and it just you know feels good and i don't know how long they'll be in the company that's why everybody has to find their own path their own career but yeah but that makes me feel good that uh, you know i was a positive influence in somebody's life uh, no i'm sure you're a great role model and and speaking of fortran i think that brings back memories for me at least uh, with uh, a bunch of uh, guys uh, scrambling to my hostel room the <laughs> night before <laughs> sessionals and exams i know we did the, the the programming classes we did like we didn't have a we did programming with paper <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. a little strange how <laughs> we learned. To, I mean, we we really learned that programming is like a way of thinking. It's not the language or anything like that's how I think. Like writing software is. Uh, we learned yeah, it on paper, and it was just fine, right? <laughs> interesting, interesting. You say that uh, because uh, uh, even even uh, today in my role, uh, even though I'm actually in a different mm-hmm. field in terms of an IT infrastructure. Uh, management but when you get into automation and and coding actually i pull out i go to the whiteboard and yep. start writing it and and uh, that team yep. is puzzled <laughs> what is this guy doing <laughs> but i mean but uh, the point you mentioned is very true actually the 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 software engineering a lot of thing goes into into visual programming now with uh, with everything like we can start with scratch and and python and everything else with uh, lego blocks and visuals Uh, which is fantastic to bring them into that but i think somewhere along the way uh putting uh, visualizing the logic in your mind yeah. uh, by actually putting pen to paper right. is, is is a different uh, it's a different right. a different it's a, it's uh, era a, i think yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's we have clear thinking of what is the information you have what do you need next right that's all. correct correct i i think you're not you're, you're not distracted by uh by exactly. other frills right. and we focus on the logic and then i think that's yeah, yeah. great <laughs> uh you did mention uh, uh yeah you use for your transforms to the day <laughs> uh but uh, uh how did uh, i know you 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 had uh, you did mention uh, about your 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 masters and then your your phd as well uh how did kerry see uh cementus or build the foundation for you and uh, how, i mean how, how has it gone about for you um yeah i mean we had um i think we did have a good um uh foundation with in all i mean we, we i i could say that when we graduated with with a tronics degree we knew what 
electronics was. We knew what. Um, I mean, I, I think we had. A, right. I, I you know, I'm I'm a little confused on whether it was my graduate school uh, class or there was one class on signal processing that was just awesome. That really changed my view of. Yeah. Wow, what can you? You could do so many things with this. I mean, it's just opened this. Um, I still can't remember which class it was, but basically, it's it, 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 we did have a good introduction yeah. to signal processing. We did have a good introduction to possibilities of of where we can take this technology. Where what is this technology doing? I mean, it's it's, a, it's um, it was taught in a very yeah. somewhat traditional way. When I when I came to grad school, I found that the way we were taught was a little less practical oriented, less hands on, we were more theoretical. However, I think we are right. uh, we were kind of we, we we have that we have that mindset from the beginning. The way we study is a bit, bit more of rule based. We we are more we 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 have this theory right. kind of, like we that, like our math mathematics when we learn it's it's all based on proofs and things like that. Not so much examples, right? So that's our that's been our way we learn right. things, and it's and and most of us understand things enough to take that learning and apply it to something practical and. Uh, Right. So, right. It, it was a good. It was a. It was definitely a good basis that. Um, and uh, in a way, I, I think our batch. I, I, every generation kind of feels uh, that they're very special. But I think our batch, I feel, is very interesting <laughs> in that when you're looking at the landscape in the Indian landscape, when we started college in 1985, what it what were the opportunities when you graduate was entirely different from 89 when we actually graduated. True. That whole explosion of computing-related jobs, computing-related um, careers, I think we were probably the one of the first batches to to experience that. And um, I mean, I, I still remember uh, in our uh, in our in our then mm -hmm. new building in ENC in the department, we had the first first computer yeah. there, and we yeah. were all very thrilled about it. <laughs> So it was a good yeah. time to graduate, good time okay. to do engineering. Uh, let's say that. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. But I think every time we look back uh, at the next batch, we yeah, felt, the, oh, uh, we wish oh, we had absolutely. That, right? I mean, I look at my <laughs> kids, what they, my kids do for in high school, and say, oh, I wish I had that. You know. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, just uh, moving on now. I mean, we did meet yes. up uh, during the twenty fifth year reunion, and uh, yeah, specifically. I recall you uh, being ever so gracious and concerned about the event finances that you came up and asked me separately with others if you're running short of funds and, and we're willing to chip in. Uh, so I, I vividly remember, remember that. Uh, other than that reunion, did you, do you, do you get to uh, be in touch with the college or were you in touch with the college? No, uh, I graduation have not been in Other than a okay. few people from my batch that we keep in touch. I really haven't been in touch with the college. Okay. So was that the first time you came back after graduation for reunion? Mm, yes, that was, it was a shock, but that was the first time. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a real shock when I walked in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine because, yeah, I've had some occasions to visit the college uh, for placements or something else later on. So it, yeah. it was a gradual shock for some of us, but yeah, I can imagine your <laughs> shock went to see yes. the yeah. explosion uh, it of was buildings. Both, it was very nice <laughs> to see how much it had grown and how far we've come, but uh, the loss of that open space was yeah. uh, was a little, I felt very nostalgic about it, but that, that 
kind of the open space, the feeling of being out in, in the middle of nowhere was part of our education, right? Which was part of that experience. And uh, but yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, maybe switch to some sure. lighter topics. <laughs> so you, you did mention, and we do know that you 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 married to a good friend, Srini. But I, I'm curious, really. How did you guys meet up? Because yeah, I, I thought I know, you kept I, I busy have, with I'm, his I'm, hockey practice after class, and 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 he rare and and he rarely bunked practice. No, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, it's it's it, it's one of those things that uh, life takes you on this this completely unplanned, unanticipated thing, and um, yeah, it was we. Uh, through, when we were in college, we were not in any sense dating or anything like that. And it just happened at the end towards the last few, last couple of months, I think. So, yeah, it, it, it's okay. a life, life just, it, it just has a way of um, taking you through a turn that, um, you know, that, that's not anticipated. That's all I can say. Fantastic. Now we're. Uh, really, <laughs> really happy for you, <laughs> both of you. Right. Uh, you did mention about your son, Anshul. Uh, yeah, just tell us uh, about your, have, your kids. Uh, what two, do they do? We have two boys, two sons. Uh, my oldest, uh, our oldest is 24. A younger one is 16. And uh, the my oldest, Anshul, right. he uh, graduated from college from University of Chicago, and he lives in Chicago. He's working in the finance sector. Um, yeah, though, though the last few months he's here because, um, everything, everything is remote now. Oh, yeah. So he's right. actually, it's, it's been a good opportunity for yep. us to have him at home. Otherwise it's not going to happen, right? He's in a <laughs> yeah. different city. Uh, my younger, our younger son is in, um, right. he's in high school. He's in uh, 11th grade. So another year with us and then he's going to go off to college. So has he, has not? Has he already kind of selected his no, college he's, or is he's, still on that wish list? We, we have to kind of push him to make lists and he's a little re reluctant to do that. And he's just, he likes to live in the, in the, <laughs> in what's happening in the moment, let's say. He's, he's totally in the moment, in the moment guy. So. so yeah, maybe that's great. He must be, must be more spontaneous. <laughs> yeah, which is good. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it, and and that kind of leads me, and I think we have corresponded or DM'd uh, offline on this. Uh, you you yeah. are big time into quilting, right? And not many people know what about this. And how did you get into this? Or maybe for benefit okay. of everybody, what is quilting? So quilting in general is um, is this this really ancient art, which is probably uh, art, uh, ancient craft, which is there in almost every culture, where usually you just take pieces of cloth, you put them together and use it as a blanket to keep you warm. The specifically the kind of quilting I do is a bit more American. This is what the, this whole art and craft of quilting was part of the, this American settlers that, that, that came in to America. Things are traced not too long ago, by about 1800s or so, they had this um, uh, they lived in remote places in America. They would go away from the city. They would live in remote places. So they, though they had an abundance of things, but some things were scarce. It, it took so they would use up 
clothing, old clothing, and then sew it together, make it into a blanket, make it into a quilt to, to uh, cuddle up and all of that. So that's, that, that's quilting. And it's, the, the way I got into it is um, it was not completely something that just happens. You try something out and you like it. So this was in, I think I started around 18 years ago. Um, my sister had her first child, a girl. Uh, at that time, I happened, my grandmother happened to give her, my, my grandmother was into a lot of crafts, not quilting, but she would do a lot of other things. But she had collected some old saris, some old Kanjivaram right. saris of hers, my mother's, my aunt's, my, even my great-grandmother's stuff. She would do things with it. So at that point, she just gave it to me. She said, oh, you want it? I'm not going to use it. And I just had it. So I used that to make a quilt for my niece. So it's kind of the, the, she, the, the daughter. Okay. At the time, I had, I had a son. So I just said, okay, it's, she's got this thing of her mother, her grandmother, her aunts, and her great-great-grandmother yeah. stuff. You know, it's just a very um, kind of a symbolic thing. So I made this quilt. Um, that quilt didn't last very long. <laughs> I did all the. I mean, I didn't know anything about how to how to do it right. But anyway, I, I that's the first one I made, and then our second son was born, and then I made one for him and one for my older son. So all of this I did by just looking at getting some books from the library, reading it up, and and uh, making something, just making on my own. And and then at that point I needed something. I mean, it was it was the two kids and and a career that was going on, and and it was. Um, I needed something to take, it's something to kind of wind down at home for even for a short period of time. Uh, I wanted to do, I wanted something for which there is no end goal. Like when you're at work, you, pro, you, you have to achieve certain goals and you have yeah. a child, you need to do some certain things at time, you need to feed them, you need to change them. I mean, there was like this very, very uh, goal oriented type of uh, type of things right so I wanted something that had no goals it's something that I just do if I want to I don't or not do if I don't want to and then, so the uh, quilting kind of was on and off <clears throat> and I ended up like uh, spending a little more time <laughs> than I thought initially yeah. and I, I started liking it yeah. and then I was kind of as I was reading more and looking more on the internet I figured this is not just beyond just a craft to make some blankets make something to keep warm Quilting is kind of, it's like an art as well. It's a way to express yourself, a way to use creativity. And so I went beyond using the standard patterns and just doing something on my own. And um, yeah, that, that whole thing of taking, it takes, it, it's a combination of creativity and self-expression that I was, I had never experienced, I was not trained in any kind of art, I wasn't considered artistic, my drawings were horrible, so basically I had no, no <laughs> background in any kind of art, and when I found this that I could do, and it, it just was, it, it just took over me, and that's, uh, it's, it's a passion right now that's, um, that, that I do spend quite a bit of time on. Yeah, I and mean, I, 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 I've seen it on your Instagram handle. And if, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll, yes, I'll publish please. the coordinates of the yes. handle in the, in the uh, podcast description. And my quilts have appeared in many um, international exhibitions. And and um, yeah, the quilting, is, it's, it's taken on something that I had not anticipated when I started doing that. So 
so is is uh, so uh, sorry this is probably be a, 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 a bad pj so uh, all, always i see when you're posting on instagram it it's it always measures to uh, to the height of your children is 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 that a reason <laughs> is somebody hey, hold, always holding it in exactly it the size of your kids holding it okay <laughs> <laughs> in fact <laughs> yes. okay it, they, it is big that's what i'm trying to tell you i mean children are also that same height actually they are all the same height right now but uh, yeah uh, yes i do i make a certain yeah yeah you're right i do kind of do a certain size because it fits my machine better but that's more of a technical thing but that's also like a it's something that when you cuddle up you it's a certain size however the ones that i do the wall ones are a little smaller right yeah they're all all size but <laughs> okay <laughs> and and uh, 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 do you uh, i mean do you have like a, a forum or do you uh, uh, do you just give um, it away or do you sell it or what right do you do now uh, i'm basically uh, i do display all whenever it's accepted for display somewhere it goes it gets shown we have Houston International Quilt Festival is a big thing the other one is called Quiltcon which for more modern so those okay. two uh i just dis- display it at home and right now what i'm doing is i'm kind of building like a portfolio of quilts that and i'm trying to find okay. my artistic voice with that uh as far as selling it oh, doesn't uh, work yeah. it it just takes a long it it takes so much time and so much investment in emotional investment not so much the cost of material but other things that um it doesn't make it cost effective to sell it because you get quilts on the, in the store yeah. <laughs> i do donate it to charitable organizations they kind of um they raise funds for it and and i do take some i do i have made some commission quilts a few of them where they um i make a quilt for them and they donate to some organization that i ask them to donate to and it more more at that level yeah oh. and i don't have time i really don't have time really to I mean, that, produce I mean, enough to really sell right so because i still have a full time job and um i mean on a, on a weekday i probably spend like 30 minutes to 15 15 to 30 minutes on it and on a weekend i do spend about 5 to 6 hours a day on it so so it's not that The, 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 yeah. so in terms of uh, uh, not the duration but in terms of purely as an effort if you have to say if you have to i, I mean uh, from from i think there seem to be like king size uh, quilts or queen size quilts uh, how long how much yeah, of i do don't make king size huge quilts i don't i i make small ones um <laughs> it, it it just it depends okay. there are some just wall quilts sometimes the small wall quilts when i do intricate work that would take a long time yeah. sometimes I, like usually when i make quilts for people like i make one for my mother or my sister my father or So I this is something that they use every day and I expect them to wash. Uh those I don't do very intricate work. Right. In fact, a very intricate work makes it a little stiff, so not as nice to not as cozy. So those probably will take like a like a people yeah. an adult people size quilt uh which which is not king size, it's a little small. It it's smaller. It would would take me about 30 to 40 hours. uh total but that 30 to 40 hours Whoa. is spread over maybe 6 months or 3 months or whatever it just yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah. it's it's yeah. just made out of love yeah. yeah but i think uh 
uh, I think uh, I, we exchange. I remember once one quilt where uh, it. Uh, I, I I said it was very topical, but it, you had not intended yes. it to be uh, with the Olympics uh, uh, at that time in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah but uh, but uh, it's uh, it's absolutely amazing and really encouraged the batchmates to uh, to follow yes. you on instagram and see the Thank designs it's absolutely stunning designs so uh, have you picked up any other skills out uh, other than quilting or, or, or um, any other hobbies i don't know about picked up music is always like a part of my interest in many ways i mean like like most um, right. south indian or tamilian families i was like before i knew i could speak i was as i was taught music so went through the whole whole yeah. thing of uh, i've always been uh, i is almost immersed in carnatic classical music at home is always something playing on the radio with recording and and uh, that was that has been part of my life even I mean, I as young as five or six years old, something plays on the radio. My mother or grandmother will ask, "What ragam is that?" And you know, it's like a, it's ingrained that way. So it's still a part of uh, it. It's still a big part of my how much time I spend, how much into all all these. You know, right now it's all on YouTube or something. Everything's remote, but I also go to just about every live concert I can. Yeah, and uh, that music is a part, big part of my interest. Okay, and. but i haven't tried to <laughs> learn anything beyond my what what i did when i was even before college um, so do you still uh, uh, kind of rehearse um, and practice so i hum along you, let's say you hum along <laughs> except especially when i'm driving <laughs> i can you know windows up okay. i can sing at the top of my voice no one's going to worry about <laughs> and and it takes us hardly you need to sometimes you'll change your mind Houston, yes, yeah, but not not in this, not in downtown area, but uh, yeah, yeah, outside here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, you did mention when we call, when we uh, we exchange notes to prepare for this podcast that you were traveling. So let's talk about traveling. So, as a family, or uh, or maybe you went on a solo trip. What has been your best uh, travel? So. I uh, yeah no I'm not as adventurous to go as to go on a solo trip. <laughs> But yeah, so we we as a family okay. we almost every year we go on a on a trip. Uh, usually, the, I mean, as in in terms of majority vote, everybody wants to go somewhere. There's a lot of hiking, so we've been doing our our um, okay our uh, focus or rather it. not intentionally somehow we've been going to a lot of national parks in the us so we we've covered a whole list of them and we've gone more than once okay. to places as well um the best place to visit um that best place i've ever visited it's not that i've seen the, a lot of places in the world but the best ever was a trip to the yeah. canadian rockies to the banff national park and uh there was one particular hike okay. and uh I don't know. It was just one of those things that it was slightly high altitude. Maybe that has some effect too. It was just—I really thought I was somewhere else. <laughs> it was just, just awesome. Just the beauty of nature was, okay. and and then the size of the, of of those mountains right next to you, and and the glaciers and everything around you was just—I thought it transported me. to a completely different experience. Uh that was my that was our best trip and um we've been 
uh, and then there was one trip that I did. I went with Anshul and his school group to Greece and uh, Italy. That was also very, especially the Greece uh, parts of Greece that we went to was just in incredibly beautiful. Yeah. And uh, lots of places in India. Lots of, in fact, oh. another thing was a small short trip. I had to go to Chennai two years ago for some family event. And um, my Anshul came along and we had okay. just, we went probably for five days to Chennai and came back. Uh, we had just one, about a, one day or a half a day left. So we just took a car and we went to Kanjivaram and Mahabalipuram. We went to these like four or five temples to okay. uh, Kanjivaram where I remember going with my grandparents a long time ago and taking Anshu and he, right. and, and the way he, um, he saw it. In a, I mean, as he was, he's an adult, right? Not a child anymore. So he kind of sees things in a different way, and, and so that was a great experience too. Right, right. So uh, it's one thing which uh, which I'm curious to know, and uh, uh, and 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 uh, I, I would like to ask you this question. Uh, and all of us are are in that stage of life. Uh, where we want to do a few things. So what's on your bucket um, list? Yeah, travel-wise, there's a lot of places, especially South America, I want to go. A couple yeah. of other things is that I really want to do is to, um, is to be part of somebody's life, like especially young people in underprivileged backgrounds. At some point, I want to get to maybe teach, tutor, help them in some way, which I haven't figured out yet, but um, that's something there. So maybe, maybe work as a work with a, with a local school, um, just be a positive influence in the life of somebody who does not have enough parental support to, to bring the, the, the kind of support that we give our right. kids that we kind of, have a little um, we, we 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 protect them so they are, they do not fail so we 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 push them you could say we push them we also actually make sure that when they need help they get what they need and a lot of children don't have that so that that's something i want to do um, we uh, Srini and i both have that we keep talking about it right um so yeah, uh, I I don't know exactly the details of how that's going to be, but that's something uh, that that's like a big that's, that's a huge the, the big bucket list. That's wonderful. But uh, otherwise, there's a lot of travel and meeting people and true. things like that. That would, that's I can think of. And uh, 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 you probably mentioned a few, but uh, uh, not really to that extent. But what what, what would you uh, you know? say as has been your biggest regret so far or disappointment so far? Um, so some of, I, I don't know if it's a big, well, it, it kind of is the regret is that there have been times when I have had um, several opportunities that were presented to me and I feel like I haven't used them to the full extent. For instance, when I was in grad school, there for a PhD, okay. we were there for four years, so it's not like a fast-paced thing. You know, thing you you have time to think, you you have time to look, look around, and there was it's in a university with so many different classes, 
so i mean any class you could go sit any class you could okay. you could you, you could learn a lot which i i did use some of that but at that time i mean having an engineering background we did not have this exposure to humanities and uh, social sciences as much as uh, you would with with a, with a different type of degree i think so i regret that i didn't use that time in the university to 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 learn more and to um just experience other fields and get it gives you a better understanding of the world of people and things like that in in fact uh, it's curious that you mentioned that because uh, i've seen uh, exactly yes. that department in in college i don't know if, if you I, noticed yeah, that, I, there is a humanities uh, I, that i noticed that and i think that's a good um, yeah. i've seen that in in iits that as well there is kind of a core requirement that you do some humanities and i hope it i hope it's taken seriously i don't know how it's taken remember we had english in first year Uh, I hope it's taken a little more seriously than yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> we had technical yeah. writing. I think I think it was called technical writing. Or <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. Uh, so in uh, in terms of uh, uh, before I move to the rapid fire, right? I mean, what's on your wish list, or what's your what's on your like your personal goals right now? At uh, this time. my aspiration is to retire and get take up quilting full time i'm just waiting for my my kids to get through wow. college <laughs> so you know be done and no i i'm I, it's like i'm just i i don't know but i i'll do love my job it's not like i'm really want to leave but uh i just wish i could double the amount yeah. of number of hours in a in a day so i can do a lot i have so many ideas for quilting for all those things that yeah. i just don't have time to to do and I, that I, there are so many concerts like that I want to listen to and I don't have time for that and it's so many podcasts including yours that I want to listen to that you don't have uh there's so many things that I want to do so many exciting things that I just don't have time for and and um, maybe retirement is the Fantastic. time for it <laughs> Fantastic yeah there, there are yeah, I, there are I, few of that and you'll hear about it uh, what, uh, where, how, how people approach the retirement how what do you yeah yeah Yeah. Okay. Uh, so if you're game, sure, let me get some extra coffee fire. before I do that. A sip so, of coffee. Me? All right. <laughs> Ready. Sure. So maybe I'll I'll personal I personalize this one or two in this, and maybe I'll start with uh, I'll take pot shots at Srini now. So <laughs> so hate what's one thing you hate about Srini? So what do you dislike, dislike that he's always <laughs> organized and I'm the one that's not organized. And I just so there's so I, much I guilt every time I'm not be, organized. Honest, I leave dishes that. on the on in the in the unwashed dishes in the kitchen and he does not and I mean I I can and then when we are traveling he has everything there. I would have forgotten my toothbrush but so anyway uh, so that that is the con that's a constant. I've accepted it but <laughs> that's something that bothers me that i'm always feeling guilty that oh gosh i forgot something <laughs> okay so uh, since i knew you and and you kind of endorsed that you 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 are a, a rule follower i wanted uh, to know I if did. you have any speeding tickets <laughs> i i probably had have in my i don't know 30 plus years <laughs> of driving i got one speeding ticket it's actually an interesting story that um 
Yeah, I got stopped for speeding and I got a warning. And he said, and then um, I said, okay, I'm not going to tell Srini about this. And I come home and Anshu is in the, uh, in the back. He's like, I was five years old. First thing he said, Dada, the cop talked to us today. A policeman talked to us today. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> so, uh, so he thought it was so exciting that a policeman actually would talk to us. So one warning, one one ticket. Not too right. bad. Right? Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and besides, uh, so maybe a library and the oh, ENC the department. Daily walks on the beach and watching even. sunset. Nothing. Can, I've never seen a better sunset in my life. Every day we would go. Well, almost every day. Maybe at least right. three days a week we would go and walk, watch sunset, and walk back. Yeah, and uh, I hear I hear now and. Uh, Uh, from the other batchmates as well yeah. uh, there's a lot, lot of bioluminescence uh, in that area and it's yeah. all blue yeah and we had uh, one i think when during those four years that were yeah. there that yeah. was there once near the you could apparently see it from the mangalore port i remember that though i can't remember seeing it but i've heard of, i heard of it yeah. from someone at that time and that's i didn't know what it was what bioluminescence yeah. Yeah. was so we had to kind of <laughs> we had to kind of understand what it is right so. yeah <laughs> and what's your what's your favorite quote or inspiration um, mine would be this from uh, dr martin luther king it says injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere and um, as you know i like it so much i even made a quilt for it <laughs> wow uh and uh, probably the last one uh, just uh, what's uh, what's a habit that hasn't left oh. you since college that's a hard one let me think <clears throat> um so what habit i i i can't remember a habit i had in college that's worth worth mentioning um um <laughs> yeah i'm just as disorganized i'm a procrastinator let's say i'm a procrastinator and that hasn't changed okay uh if you were to sum up uh, your experiences or about was, your um, in one word what what would that be i mean uh, in terms of the education received it was it was good there was nothing i can i mean it was good there's nothing to complain about but the best part of it was be it was my first experience going outside of the house and then meeting people who were very different from people i knew i mean i grew up in a very sheltered background the huge extended family i probably right. knew more people that were related to me than not related to me then coming here it was just people coming from different parts of the country even different parts of the world and um, i mean that the, the, and also that this whole thing of leaving home and staying in a hostel and that that experience um, i would not i would not trade that for anything that was just the best experience it's really the people it's the people i met the it's people i met, even the people that i don't Fantastic. keep in touch now or whatever but just that everybody is part of my part of my growing i mean i could say that i actually grew up when i left home and to care in in a different in in terms of maturity and all that and everybody yeah. in 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 every way, even the people who who i don't directly who i didn't directly interact with kind of had a role in what i am what i became fantastic so and uh, kind of to to wind up uh, what would you like to be remembered oh, as in general um in general some i i'd like to be remembered as someone who who sta- who who really 
cares about injustice or cares about what's not right and did something about it or, or try to do something about it and that's my that's my aspiration great no the, all i can say is this has been any, really any great, thoughts, great talking to you and this has given me an opportunity to think about myself which in our day to day life we don't and um i'm really looking forward to listening to everybody else uh, say that and so we all have this common point of in, in our lives we all had a common point for those four years and then we all went our way right so it's really nice to i'm looking forward to see uh, yeah. how where we all are and thank you very much sridhar for doing this thank you so much rashida thank you Vasudha is a remarkable role model and I wish her all the very best. With that, I wrap up this episode. Share your views on the various batch forums on Facebook or WhatsApp or email krc89ers at gmail.com. Do share this with other batchmates that you are in touch with. This is Sridhar, signing off.